Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Am I the Butthole mixed with relationships as well. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too really helps out as always and let's crack on with today's first story now today's first story comes from charlie 1550 who says would i be the arsehole if i don't fulfill mum's request and yes it does come with an update my mum is awesome she's the epitome of what a mother should be might not have liked us all the time but always loved us no matter what when mum moved in with us it was great loved having her here now there is a sibling that lives one mile down the road one that lives 20 miles away and two that live out of state the only time any of them kids grandkids or great grandkids would come to see her or just call and talk to her was when they wanted something money mum has been pretty much ignored by all but us for a very long time she would be so hurt some days as she tried to hide it from us but we knew So I, my husband, and kids tried to make up for their sorry behavior. I would have to guilt trip them to give her any type of attention. When she got sick, I took care of her for as long as I could at home. But eventually she needed professional care and unfortunately, I could not give her that. None of them offered to help take care of her. None of them offered any type of help with anything from taking her to doctor's appointments, medicine, food when she went on a special diet, equipment, just nothing. When she had a heart attack, she told me what items she wanted me to give my siblings if she passed away. Thankfully, she pulled through. Now mum's health is really bad. Whenever she was in the hospital, none but my husband and kids would visit or stay with her. It's getting close to the end now and all I have heard is what they want to have of mum's. Other than what she has told me to give them, I wonder if I should. I really don't want to. I mean, they could not have been bothered to come visit with her take her to lunch or even just talk to her on the phone she loves us all unconditionally but they cannot be bothered with her because it might interfere with their life they mention how they want to rummage through all of mum's personal property to see if they want anything i mean seriously these idiots are like maggots wanting to consume everything i'm thinking about donating everything to charity I would feel no shame at all and would be filled with glee while I smile and laugh right in their faces as I tell them what I've done. Petty, I know, but with everything that has gone on, I just don't believe they deserve anything. I do hate how they've made me feel so much anger towards them, but worse is how they made mum feel. All of us, myself included, have treated her awful at one time or another. I'm the youngest of five and although my time of being an arsehole to her was in my teens, I still put her through hell. Yes, I grew up, but I was still a little shit. Just wanted to put it out there. So, would I be the arsehole if I don't fulfill mum's request? And 
This one is an incredibly rough one, so I'm very sorry for what you're actually going through at this moment in time. Watching a loved one in ill health and talking about these things is incredibly rough. As many of you will know, I spoke to my father about many of these things whilst he was going through what he did. And we talked about his will and his wishes after he passed and it's painful to talk about, but a needed conversation at the same time. And through all of my dad's, what he was suffering from at the time and the pain he was going through, his only worry was he didn't want his kids fighting amongst themselves, which obviously I promised him would never happen. And although they may be being shitty to your mum by not helping out at all, she probably still had a lot of love for them. But I do understand how OP feels and they don't want them to have anything for the way they're treating their own mum and what they're seeing right now. I kind of feel like you have to fulfill your mum's request here. But at the same time, if she does have a will, I'm assuming there's a legal requirement as well. I'm from the UK. I don't know what it's like in the US and different states or other countries either. But in the UK, I was the one who was dealing with my dad's will and it's a legal requirement to ensure everyone gets what they're entitled to in the will and to ensure the estate is split as per the will. And if you don't and you get found out, there could be legal consequences for that. And again, I understand the feelings that's involved in this, watching a loved one go through that and then hearing people coming around and just thinking about what items could be theirs rather than the loved one who's currently suffering and unwell. Yeah, that's gotta be bloody tough. And just one more thing, just to play a bit of devil's advocate, and I hate to do it on a story like this while someone's going through such suffering, but it did pop in my head. And it's just a question because obviously I don't know the ins and outs of these relationships. But I got to ask if there was maybe more going on with the relationship between that mum and some of the siblings. Were they no contact for a reason? We've covered lots of stories in the past where there's been a dying relative and the member of the family has asked a question on Reddit saying, would I be the arsehole if I didn't visit that relative in their last moments? And those stories have always been an overwhelming, not the arsehole because you need to protect your mental health, etc, etc. I mean, this one does get a bit more shady when they're still trying to find out what items are available and can they go rummage through to see what they can get, etc. But that did pop into my head as well. But maybe Possum says, not the arsehole, but for your mum's sake, give them whatever items she specifically told you to and nothing else. Take or donate the rest and definitely don't give them the opportunity to rummage, especially since they did nothing to help her while she's alive. Your relatives are absolutely arseholes and vultures. I'm sorry about your mum, OP. Undertale fan says, soft, you're the arsehole. As hard as it is, you should fulfill your mum's dying wish. Give them what she said they could have and nothing else. If she's still able, have her put it in writing, a will, so they can't try and take what isn't theirs. Opie replied saying, Thank you, I figured I was. Unfortunately, she cannot at this time with what is going on with her. I am power of attorney for her. They just make me so mad at how uncaring they are. Appreciate all of your kindness. Mediator says, Soft, you're the arsehole. First, something tells me your mum wasn't as wonderful as you suggest. Kids don't go low contact for no reason. And as the youngest, things may have happened that you know little about. Your anger and contempt towards your siblings is very clear. Perhaps they feel the same way towards your mum. Go ahead with your petty revenge and donate everything to charity. You're the arsehole. OP replies saying, actually mum really is that special and they are just selfish, as I was at one time. They just never grew up. I do have a lot of anger and contempt towards them and I need to let it go. 
and know I cannot control what they do and it will come back on them. I appreciate all and it has helped to get everything out. Poor Joy says, gentle, you're the arsehole. To be honest, I would absolutely feel the same way that you do. Try not to look at this as giving something to those that are undeserving. Look at it as one last loving and respectful thing you can do for your mother. There is no way that I will be allowing them to go through her things, but I would respect her wishes and give them the things she was specific about. So then OP did come in with the update, which said, so update to my original post. First, let me say thank you to all that commented and I really appreciated all the advice. Mum passed and I was lucky enough to be with her when she took her last breath and thankfully she did go peacefully. I did give my siblings the items that my mother requested and I suspected they did what I knew they would. Did mum leave a life insurance policy? Did she have any money in the bank? I'm coming over and going through mum's stuff to see what I want. Like a swarm of locusts, they try to descend. I would not allow them to go through her belongings. When I gave them the items mum specified, they looked at them and said, that's it. I also let them know there was no life insurance policy and if they wanted, they could help me with their medical bills and help pay for the funeral. Guess how much they offered? Drum roll? Nothing. I was so surprised. Anyway, I let them know when the service is and after that I will be going no contact. But it would not surprise me if I received a court summons soon to produce any and all of my mum's records because they don't believe she didn't have loads of money that they were counting on. Edit. Thanks to all your kind comments and I really appreciate everything. Knowing that I granted mum's last request filled me with a kind of peace inside that is hard to describe but I probably would not have had if I didn't do as she asked. I still have a lot of hatred towards my siblings but I'm learning to let it go. And firstly, again, OP, I'm incredibly sorry for your loss and what you've gone through up to this point. And whilst grieving, I'm glad you're finding some kind of peace as well. As we all know, and we always say, everyone grieves in all kinds of different ways. So you take the time for yourself and grieve in whatever way you need to, as long as it's healthy, of course. And there was a ton of good advice under that update as well because OP thought that they was liable for the medical bills and people were pointing out, no, you're not liable. Speak to an attorney about this. Get additional advice because you are not liable for it. But what do you guys make of this situation? What would you advise to OP? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's check out another story. And our next story comes from Bridezilla who says, am I the asshole for going Bridezilla after my bridesmaid spilled wine on my wedding dress? I 27 female got married a month ago. My dress was this long lacy gown that my mum wore at a wedding. My mum passed away about two years ago. Because the dress was so important to me, I had a big plan to keep it safe from any damages. I would only wear the dress at the wedding itself and I would switch to a more casual dress for the reception. When I was wearing the dress, I wouldn't eat or drink anything except water and I would stay inside at all times. I promise I'm not usually this crazy about cleanliness, but this was my mum's dress and the thought of it being damaged broke my heart. I also knew I wanted to wear it when I got married to have a piece of her with me. She adored this dress and always dreamed I would wear it. My bridesmaids knew very well about my particularities with the dress. I had a room above the venue where I was getting ready. My dress was hanging in a safe place in the room. On the day of the wedding, 
went down to check on something for the wedding, leaving my bridesmaids in the room. Here's what happened as they told it to me. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. They opened a bottle of Pinot Noir, my favorite as a celebration. They poured themselves glasses and began to walk around checking out the room. One of my bridesmaids, Anna, 27 female, wanted to get a closer look at my dress. She got really close to it and she started touching the lace. Somehow, her hand holding the wine glass slipped and wine spilled all over the bottom of the dress. When I came upstairs, they told me what happened and I started sobbing. My maid of honor called several professional cleaners and they said there was no way they could get the dress in before the wedding. They told us ways to save the dress until we could get it to them. So my maid of honor started doing that. After that call, I became extremely angry. I asked Anna what the hell she was doing holding red wine so close to my dress when she knew how careful I was being. She dismissed it and said it wasn't such a big deal because I was planning to wear the dress. So it could have gotten damaged that way too. I couldn't believe she said that. I called her thoughtless and careless and stupid. I told her that she was no longer part of the wedding and that I wanted her to leave. She left and neither of us have reached out to the other since. I got married in the dress I had planned to wear for the reception and I was heartbroken not to be wearing my mum's dress. After the wedding, my bridesmaids joked that I was a bridezilla for kicking Anna out after she made an honest mistake. I absolutely don't think I'm the arsehole or a bridezilla because Anna's reaction was so horrible and insincere. But I wanted to get the story off my chest and ask some people who might be more impartial. Am I the arsehole? Now, I already can feel the comments saying that this was done on purpose because you was out of the room and then suddenly red wine gets spilled on it. I mean, like they're going to say, who goes close to a wedding dress with a glass of red wine in your hand why would you take that risk sure accidents happen but why would you risk that and anna's reaction to all this holy shit now i'm trying to put myself in anna's position i've already done the the absolute stupid thing of being next to the dress with a glass of red wine and i've spilt the red wine on the dress oh oh shit i would break down crying i'm not lying i would absolutely fall to bits ruining someone's special dress knowing how sentimental it is and i've just spilt red wine all over it i would absolutely lose my shit but anna the cheeky so-and-so turns around and goes 
dismisses it. Oh, don't worry. It's not that much of a big deal. You was planning to wear the dress anyway. Could have got damaged that way as well. Yeah, her ass would have been out fast. Lulan says, why? Why would you wander around with a glass of wine next to a white wedding dress that has such extreme sentimental value? Not the arsehole. I just... They couldn't have waited. They couldn't have waited to have wine. In my opinion, even if the dress wasn't sentimental because of your mum, the fact that it's your wedding dress automatically makes it VIP. It doesn't seem Bridezilla or OTT to take precautions not to have big ugly stains on your wedding dress. The fact that Anna didn't seem sorry makes me feel she deserved to be kicked out. Primary Criticism says, Honey, I think you need new friends. That was not an accident. Anna did it on purpose and the others covered for her. Not the arsehole. No Rub says, Not the arsehole. Why the hell would anyone have red wine that close to the dress? She couldn't have waited to see it without the red wine. I feel so bad you couldn't wear your mother's dress and to say it could have been damaged from wearing it is the lamest deflective excuse. I would have done the same thing you did. And one more from Major Rockstar who says Anna is a huge arsehole, bottom line. She was careless. She knew it was important to you as it would be for any bride, but this was extra and everyone was aware. She should never have risked that. If people don't understand, then they too are arseholes. But guess who isn't one? You, dear OP. Not the arsehole at all. I'm sorry this happened to you. I think you should stand your ground on this. This wasn't just a birthday ruined or an I forgot the paper plates for the picnic. This was one of the most important days of your life. She owes you a very sincere apology, showing that she truly understands what she did. Until then, you deserve to be around people who value you and your feelings. Holy moly, how would you deal with a situation if that was you? Imagine being in that room at that particular moment when that wine spilt down that dress, being one of the bridesmaids and seeing that go down. Oh, my heart is starting to pound just thinking about that. Holy moly. What do you guys think of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to a cheeky one. We've been covering a couple of little cheeky, funny stories over the last couple of days, and I've had a great time reading them, to be quite honest. And so I've got another one that's kind of my favorites as well. It's fart based. So yeah, you've got to be a child like me to truly appreciate it. <laughs> but it came from the Ask Reddit subreddit. And the question was, how would life and society be different if we farted with the same ferocity and spontaneity that we sneezed? And then Amy Makes comes in with her own little story about when they was in sixth grade. So I'm going to tell it for you now. When I was in sixth grade... My small town school track team did very well and was allowed to compete in the state finals. My event was the 200 meter dash and while I did okay against the other small towns we normally faced, I had no chance at state. This was pretty much the case for most of us so we mostly goofed off and explored the massive arena and whatever. I wasn't allowed soda at home but somebody bought me a huge coke and I thought it was pretty great. Came time for me to run my race but actually my heat in the preliminaries, as this thing was so big time that they actually had more runners than would fit on the track at once. First time I'd ever seen that. Coach tells me to do my best and have fun. Nobody expects much, it's just an honor to be there. I line up on this beautiful wide cinder track with maybe 15 lanes. I was used to eight and an unbelievable crowd watching. Big grandstands full of people, all new to me. 
I get kind of excited about the whole thing, so we all set our feet in the blocks, crouch down and tense up, waiting for the shot from the starter pistol. Meanwhile, a hush settles over the crowd. We're on the edge, waiting for the bang. When the starter fires, I take this huge leap forward like I'm going to sprint the whole 200 meters, which is pretty much what people who are good at it do, but not my usual approach. This massive physical effort simultaneously propels the most violent, loudest fart of my life out of my preteen stink hole. Most of the crowd hasn't trained to the peak physical level that I have, so their reaction to the pistol shot is a tiny bit slower. The effect is that after the bang, but before anyone makes a single sound, my fart echoes through the arena with unbelievable clarity and tone. (laughs) Everyone there is just like, bang, fart. Oh my word, I'm such a child. I manage a few strides just out of instinct before realization of what's happening starts to set in. I glance over at the crowd and in that split second, I can just see it on every face. They know, they all know and they're they're all looking right at me. This starts me laughing super hard while also running as hard as I ever have. And what my body's reaction to that unusual combination? Yep, but a lot more. However, I'm now taking strides pretty rapidly, so instead of one big blast, I'm ripping a little one with each step. I can't even think of what letters could represent the sound. (laughs) If you can imagine a rapid series of very brief loud farts, that's pretty much it. This whole situation has only taken like 10 seconds to develop. We aren't even halfway done yet and I farted about 15 times. I literally could not continue from laughing so damn hard. I stumble to a hunched over stop right there in the middle of the fanciest arena I've ever been to, giggling like the farting idiot I am. (laughs) I then realize that nobody is rushing past me, which come to think of it should have happened by this time in the race regardless of the fart situation. I turn around and every one of the other runners is either lying on the ground or crouched over laughing just as hard as I am, literally crying laughing. Apparently, my fart-propelled lunge off the line had taken most of them out, and the rest succumbed to my staccato encore presentation. And that's the story of how an entire heat was eliminated from the 200-meter state finals with no one completing the event, which I was told never happened before in the history of state finals. I escaped amazingly unscathed as the tiny handful of people from my school were all setting up for their own events and not watching. There were rumors of a second farter, and basically they let me walk away. I hid in the school bus till we left, and my coach was the only person to ever speak to me about it. He didn't laugh, but he also didn't yell at me. Edit 2. Well, come to think of it, we moved to another city that summer, so maybe people did know, and I just didn't know they knew. I was and am very oblivious to things. Maybe I brought such shame upon my family that we had to flee, and I just didn't notice. Edit 3. I'm so glad that the story made some folks' morning a little better. Reading your comments has made my morning nice too. Never doubt the power of farts. Fart stories, man, they always crack me up. As I said, I'm a child when it comes to that sort of stuff. And listen to that always reminds me of the video of that kid who's trying to run to the toilet and he does the running fires, right? Just as he's running across the living room. <laughs> it gets... <laughs> 
another thing I thought about this. What, when did they stop the event? When they was all lie down? Couldn't the OP just ran ahead and completed the event themselves? They would have got first at a state event, which they're not used to. Weaponized farts. I think it sounds amazing. All you got to do is drink a liter of Coke before you start the race and you're away. Drop that fart and run. <laughs> but what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And if not, well... I'm sorry. <laughs> and I hope you did enjoy all of today's stories. If you did, don't forget to let me know down in the comments. And if you'd like to listen to a different format, mark-narrations.com, where you can select your favorite podcast over there and get involved. It'd be a pleasure as always. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love to you. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and Brush my teeth up, watch my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>